Well, well, well. Welcome back to your favorite Thursday podcast. I'm Nick Mitchell. And I'm Scott Tedford Barnes. And you are listening to season four of Legends of Sports Ball, an educational celebration of useless jock knowledge. Thank you for joining us. We have a very special episode today, don't we, Scotty? All the for the special, all for the episode. It's our Valentine's Day episode. So we've got another edition of Hard Candy, Tinder Profiles, Toxic Relationships. Uh, we'll induct Margana Roberts, our um, Legend Sports Ball Hall of Fame inductee. Uh, for Valentine's Day, for appropriate reasons, you shall see. <laughs> we'll get our hard candy answer. We'll start. We'll we'll do our new segment, freezing cold takes. We'll go to church and we'll end on a high note with roses and chocolates. So, without further ado, Scotty, hit me with that hard candy. All right, I'm gonna take a bite right now. <laughs> uh, bite it. <laughs> Break your take teeth. Take a bite on it. All right. So, um, Rob Gronkowski has the record for the most. For most touchdown catches by a tight end in a Super Bowl with two in one in one Super Bowl. He did it twice. Yeah, baby. He is tied with someone for it. With two two catches, like two touchdowns by a tight end in a Super Bowl. Who is it? Is it Travis Kelsey? Is it Zach Ertz? Or is it Dan Ross? I'm going to say Dan Ross. Um, Kelsey could have done it because, like, he got one last week, but he has played in two other Super Bowls, one that he won, one that he lost. Um, Zach Ertz is also a possibility because I think he's played in two. But I'm going to go with Dan Ross. I'm going with the dark horse as far as modern younger fans would consider. Yeah. Okay, moving on to our rebound of the week. <laughs> Each Valentine's Day, we recognize a toxic player transaction. This year's rebound of the week is, you guessed it, Russell Westbrook. Westbrook! <laughs> Traded to Utah. Yeah, so shipped off to Utah. And then an ESPN reporter referred to him as a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> It's not going well for Russell Westbrook. The Jazz have been willing to trade away just about anything to get like you know young players, they draft picks, and this, talent. Yeah, they've built yeah. a good future for themselves. So I don't know what Russell Westbrook is doing there, except for occupying space in minutes. Yeah, I don't understand it. <laughs> like, did the Lakers like give them a draft pick to take on his contract, or like what? I, there's got to be some other part. There's to like it. some kind of shady back backdoor <laughs> yeah. business going on. It was just a removal of Russell, Russell Westbrook either way. Yeah. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Enjoy Utah. Our inaugural rebound of the week. Yeah. All right, moving on to Tinder profiles. I'll start with uh, running back Josh Jacobs. NFL running back Josh Jacobs. Status. Come from a separated family, but I still got my best years ahead of me. Green flags look like long-term deal and an established offense. Nice. (laughs) I think he's... He had such a good year this year with such a crappy team. I think he's proven that he can do it anywhere. Yeah. And so I think he could slide in the way like Brady has or some of these other guys have where they go to a team where the only thing they need is a guy like Josh Jacobs to put them over the top. He so, could be the key for somebody. Yeah, and like a lot of people are people have tied him to Denver, but I don't 
really see him. It's interdivisional. I I, yeah, I don't, and I don't think that's like a good pivot for him. I think he could go somewhere else where, like, and, and win. You know, absolutely. I mean, he could. He, yeah, he's he's a deal like a game breaker running back. We were looking real. at unrestricted free agents. Most certain, like Miami doesn't really have running backs next year. No, he would kill with Miami. Yeah, you have it. Yeah, they're, with that offensive line, I mean, yeah. There's a few options. There's a few options out there, but he's a game breaker. Oh show. All right, next up, Tinder profiles. Uh, Scotty, you got Derek Carr. Yeah, I'm gonna read off Derek Carr's here for you. Says 31, almost 32, newly single, ready to find someone with a normal haircut and a supportive partner. Must have a micro, must have microphones I can cry into before eventually ditching you too. Looking for the hairy to my Marv. Sticky bandits, wet bandits, doesn't matter. I can be a winner, even though I've rarely won anything. I like the league. <laughs> I led the league in sack percentage, and I'm looking to do the same with you. P.S. I have resting sociopath face. <laughs> <laughs> you see, he announces his red flags for whoever. Really, uh, he's, he's really out there, and you know, I think he can find the Harry to his Marv. <laughs> All right, last up is Geno Smith. Relationship status in a healthy relationship, just seeing what's out there. Ooh. How my friends describe me. My face is in the dictionary next to glow up. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying earlier, I think um, I think a surprise move would be hilarious if the Jets skipped Aaron Rodgers and Derek Carr and the Jets brought back Geno Smith <laughs> and went on like a historic playoff run with Geno Smith back at the helm for the Jets. There's like some bad blood there from like, didn't he punch a player once? Or Yeah, he had some issues when he was with the Jets and they, re- they also didn't treat him exactly greatly. But it would so. be nuts if he went back there. It'd yeah. Hilarious. Mm-hmm. But it'd be such a New York thing to do. I really feel. Yeah, I, I would let him give the middle finger to the crowd every time he stepped on the field. Be hilarious. Oh my God. All right, moving on to toxic relationships. First up, we've got... Russell Wilson and Sean Payton. So Sean Payton agreed to a deal with the Broncos. They gave up more draft picks. More draft picks. (laughs) As we're losing so many for Russell Wilson. And I think a few people, including myself, thought maybe Sean Payton saw a project in Russell Wilson. Like, maybe I can do something with this. But then it came out that he took the job despite how he felt about Russell Wilson. (laughs) I guess there wasn't that... That um, let's ride respect going on there. And um, also, like, it came out that Russell Wilson was the one who gave Roger Goodell the idea to turn the Pro Bowl into flag football. Yeah. <laughs> and you had another one, didn't you? Yeah, or Russell, the, he's just... His he, personal assistant? He's just so annoying. Um, he, has a, he has a personal quarterback's coach. You know how, like, Tom Brady has his own coach, but, like, that guy's been around forever? Well, Russell Wilson has his own. His name is Jake Heaps. And um, Sean Payton said that G- that Heaps is not allowed in the building while while they're practicing or anything. Like that guy is not allowed in the building. So I think it's really good to hear that someone's gonna actually maybe try to reclimate him. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's a toxic relationship, but I could see it working out. Yeah, I could. Um, moving on to our next toxic relationship, and it is back to Lakers related a little bit here. Uh, <laughs> LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Uh, Anthony Davis made some headlines underneath LeBron James headlines because he, when LeBron James, when LeBron James broke the career scoring record, 
Anthony Davis was the only player on the team or, or coach that did not get off the bench. Yeah. And he sat there and watched everyone celebrate. <laughs> but it was also known that uh, that LeBron was, you know, pulling for Kyrie to be traded the Lakers. And it was known that Anthony Davis would be the Peace. player, the piece given up. Yeah, in that trade. So definitely a toxic relationship, some bad blood there between LeBron James and Anthony <laughs> Davis right now. Yeah, his face, he looked beyond non-plus. I mean, like, first of all, it's a, it's one of those records that, you know, growing up, you're like, no one's touching that. You know, like, it's kind of like, um, um, or the doubles record um, by uh, DiMaggio. Um, just stuff that's untouchable. So, like, LeBron... You know, respect to him for for surpassing it, but like Anthony Davis was seriously sitting there, like he was waiting in a doctor's office. <laughs> yeah, his head was down. He might as well have been like on his phone, yeah, like Candy Crush or something. <laughs> he was somewhere else. Get him some head. popcorn. He was sitting. He, he was not part of history. Either. Nope. And then one last toxic relationship. This one's kind of been, you know, this one's pretty mainstream as well. Uh, Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. Yeah. Um, not only do they have no deal and Lamar Jackson still has no agent, but he had an injury and the, the, the people were questioning and he sat out the playoffs and, you know, they, they fell short in the playoffs without him. But, um, yeah, things are not going well there. I don't know what's going to happen with all that. Yeah. They said they were last time that they were talking about contracts, they were around a hundred million dollars apart. That's because Deshaun Watson got a hundred million dollars more than he should have. Well, I mean, he keeps that's his problem. He keeps going off Deshaun Watson. Like a massage envy membership isn't cheap, man. Like give him a give him a break. <laughs> but massage, like <laughs> massage envy. But uh, like to to be that far apart with, I mean, at least Lamar Jackson won an MVP. You know, Deshaun Watson has not. So I don't know. We'll see. What I honestly there. believe that if Lamar Jackson had an agent, the agent would be able to get him to understand like what a realistic amount of money he would get from the Ravens, what it would look like if he did switch teams, how much he'd get there, what switching teams like you know, I think he would if he had an agent, they would help him make this for a decision. Instead, I feel like he's trying to wear all the hats at once and he's trying to like he, you know, he's trying to do it himself and prove that he can do it himself. And I think he gets all flustered. And I'm sure maybe he's just saying things. He might be saying things that he shouldn't be. I don't know. It's just probably it gets heated. You know, get some representation for sure. But if I they think so. if they franchise tagged him, it would cost forty five million dollars. And that's only because Patrick Mahomes gets so much and doesn't give his team dick. Well, I mean, that's basically what he wants per year anyway. So, yeah. Then there's no point to franchise tag him because you're just gonna if you're just gonna pay him that much anyway. Right? Yeah. Like so, a one-time fee of forty-five million or <laughs> or multiple years. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, they're even talking about restructuring a Pat Mahomes deal already. Yeah. Because that deal because he, now he's won another Super Bowl and another MVP and he's like projecting to be better than Joe Montana. Career-wise, now they're saying maybe they should restructure to give him a little bit more, like just volunteer to give him more money to show him respect for him taking less money before. Right? I don't know. I don't. I don't think they should do that. But all right, 
Moving on to our Hall of Fame inductee, Morgana Roberts. Morgana Roberts was born July 4th, 1947, in Louisville, Kentucky. She grew up in a poor family, but her grandfather took her to baseball games, and Morgana was hooked. Her grandmother raised her until she was six, and then sent her off to Mount Mercy Catholic Boarding School, just outside of Louisville. Morgana began with hopes of becoming a nun, but ran away from school at age 13 and hitchhiked to Baltimore with a friend. She begged shop owners for jobs, but was too young to get a work permit and resorted to living on the streets and eating out of garbage cans. After a month, Morgana found a want ad posted by the Flamingo Club for a cigarette or camera girl must be 18. (laughs) She told the owner she was 18, and he decided that she would be better off as an exotic dancer. Jesus. She, she had no idea what she had agreed to, thinking it was something to do with camels or veils. <laughs> Morgana had a famously well-endowed physique that started to develop when she was nine, and by the time she was 12, men assumed she was 18 due to the size of her breasts. Writer Hank Davis put it best. Simply put, the woman makes Dolly Parton look developmentally <laughs> delayed. <laughs> her... Her act combined comedy and stripping, and she'd often wear 10-gallon cowboy hats on her breast. <laughs> she avoided singing, noting, when I sing, people think the place is being raided. <laughs> <laughs> Morgana regularly spent $45 a week on aerobic classes to strengthen her back to accommodate what she called her stage props. <laughs> her measurements, which she referred to as her baseball stats, were 60, 23, 39. She's a brick house. She also ra- <laughs> She's our brick. She's also she also regularly quipped that Dolly Parton was a flat was flat chested compared to her, but nonetheless insisted, quote, I am not a sex symbol. I'm a comedian. I make folks smile. I make them laugh. And that makes my day. What are we here for if not that? End quote. Morgana's athletic career began in August of 1969 when she ran onto the field in Cincinnati and kissed Red's great Pete Rose. Pete reacted with a thousand expletives, but the next night he tracked her down and apologized with a bunch of roses. And just like that, the legend of the Kissing Bandit was born. Morgana the Kissing Bandit. Over the years, Morgana became a familiar sight at baseball, basketball, and hockey games. By 1990, she had kissed 37 major leaguers, 12 NBA players, and a dozen minor leaguers, plus multiple umpires, managers, and owners. And yes, you guessed it, the San Diego chicken. (laughs) (laughs) She confined herself to giving kisses only on the cheek as to not to offend players' wives and to quote, Besides, who wants tobacco stains all over your teeth? <laughs> Her pastime wasn't exactly without hazard either. She was beaten by security in Cincinnati, sustained multiple injuries jumping, sustained multiple injuries jumping from the stands to the field, and once she was hit by a pitch in Milwaukee. Oof. Wow. She was arrested and charged with trespassing nearly 20 times. And once in Houston, her lawyer used a 
quote, gravity defense, arguing that a 112-pound woman with 15 pounds on her chest simply fell over the railing onto the field. (laughs) The judge laughed and dismissed the case. (laughs) Despite the arrests and fines, Morgana's fame earned her millions of dollars. Her involvement in baseball extended to being the star of her own set of bubblegum trading cards, and she became part er- and she became part owner of the Utica Blue Sox. One of her kissing victims, George Brett, actually returned the favor, showing up while Morgana was performing, and gave her a kiss of her own. She continued to work as an entertainer, doing comedy and dancing, as well as appearing on late night shows with Johnny Carson and David Letterman, and occasionally hosting Good Morning Columbus. Her last notable appearance was in the Farrelly Brothers movie Kingpin, where she played herself. Morgana retired in 1999 and now lives in Ohio, but she joined USA Today in 2019 to commemorate the 50th anniversary of the first kiss. So a very happy Valentine's Day to the bandit who stole kisses, as well as the hearts of fans, and kept us laughing along the way. Morgana, you are a legend. Truly a legend. Oh, man. Best baseball stats in the league. Easily. She like did that her baseball stats. That is seriously one of the funniest things. Um there I just got a couple quotes. So Kelly Trapuka of the the Kelly Trapuka of the Detroit Pistons uh, famously commented um she kissed him. He said, quote it was like hugging a mattress. When I saw her coming at me, I thought it was like a Mack truck. I had two options, either get hit or get out of the way. I decided to get hit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did. Um, so, yeah, she did get dismissed from that case just because he said that like, she fell over the railing because of her boobs. <laughs> like it's, it's still amazing. Um, yeah, you called Dolly Parton flat-chested. You're pretty much a legend. <laughs> yeah. Morgana Roberts, truly a legend. Uh, moving on to our hard candy answer. All right. I want to know who has the record. Well, who does Rob Gronkowski share the record with for two touchdown catches in a Super Bowl? Was it Travis Kelsey, Zach Ertz, or Dan Ross? And I guess Dan Ross. And you're right. It's Dan Ross. Nailed it. Dan Ross. Fire in 2023. He did it in 1982 against the San Francisco 49ers. There you go. All right. Moving on to our new segment, Freezing Cold Takes. All right. Every week we're going to recognize um, a, a, a really bad take. Just awful. Just an awful take. And it'll usually coordinate with something that is happening with current events Set example, our, uh, our, our first time winner of freezing cold takes is Bart Scott, former Baltimore Raven, current analyst. He said he, he predicted the 2022 Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs would not make the playoffs this year. <laughs> so relevant and freezing cold. <laughs> the, yeah. Um, Scoreboard. <laughs> scoreboard check. Score, yeah, scoreboard check there. <laughs> Final. Yeah. <laughs> Bart Scott can't even stop a nosebleed. <laughs> Here, I got a prediction. Bart Scott will not get a last name this year. You got two first names. Yeah. 
Mr. Freezing Cold Take. Mr. Freezing Cold Take. All right. Uh, so have fun with more Freezing Cold Takes in the future. That is not Valentine specific. That is uh, Cold Month specific. <laughs> so moving on to church. Very sad thoughts and prayers um, this episode. First one, we'll start with the Michigan State shooter. Three dead, um, five injured in a shooting that was highly unnecessary. The person who was, of course, doing it was not had no connection to the school. Um, so, you know, we're thinking about you, Spartan Nation. Um, you know, the smoke a pack of Reds in, in honor of Tom Izzo. T's and P's. All right. And then also T's and P's to 25-year-old soccer goalie Arnie Espiel, uh, who died tragically during a game stopping a, a goal kick or a, a penalty, penalty kick. kick. He made the save and then collapsed and died, like right there. It's insane. Um, yeah, 25-year-old Belgian goalkeeper just... You hear nothing about this. You hear everything about Demar Hamlin. Yeah, which I mean, rightfully so. But then you hear nothing about this. Absolutely not. He actually passed away. All right. Um, moving on. Roses and chocolates. Uh, Triple H. <laughs> For once, it's in roses and chocolates. Um, he's both famous and infamous. But um, he recently came out and said that he would pay all the fines. For Joel Joel Embiid giving a DX suck it chop. He want he had, <laughs> Triple H wants him to be able to continue to do the chop, so he asked him how much it would cost to help pay off <laughs> his fine so that he could continue to do the DX chop. Yeah, I mean Triple H will just do a few more pay per views in Saudi Arabia and he can pay for all kinds oh. of he can do all kinds And we're of shampooing fines. it. <laughs> <laughs> this is like Hey, this Arabian shampoo. I'm ready to get back. I, I, we didn't have any notable, notable jabronis. I'm like raring for it. So here I am. So I'm sorry. <laughs> Enjoy your roses and chocolates, Triple H. I, I support you paying off the fines of anybody who gets fined for doing the DX chop. Exactly. That's what we're really uh, giving our roses and chocolates. Say so. suck it to fines. That's our, that's our charity foundation. <laughs> All right. On that note, don't forget to subscribe to our weekly podcast and check out our other episodes available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, and more. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Legends of Sportsball. You can also find us on Twitter at L Sportsball. That's at the letter L Sportsball. Make sure to become a member of our Facebook group, The Best and Worst of Sports Twitter, a subsidiary of Trevbook, to join the conversation and revel in sport in real time. Tune in Thursday, March 2nd, as we induct Nick Van Axel. <laughs> Thank you once again for listening to Legends of Sportsball. May the sports be with you. Always.